Welcome to Date Night Podcast, a tabletop role-playing game podcast set in the homebrew world of Volunaya. Let's explore a whole new world together. All right, I ask all of you to make one more perception check. Oh no! We're trying Not so hard. 20. Okay. Nine. Seven and two. Eleven. Arn's getting dumber. I see everything. Grease Wizard and Henna um, pick up that. <clears throat> There's a figure latched onto the wall above the opening, in that eight-foot-tall opening. Uh, it's got a bird-like head staring down toward the opening. It's got a, It's pretty big. It's got a thick body covered in what looks like a sort of like a beetle-like exoskeleton. Um, and where it should have hands, it has these big scimitar-like bony arms that are covered in barbs and ending in massive hooks. You see one of those hooks move ever so slightly with that 20 and tap against the stone and the clicks that you've been hearing um, echoing uncomfortably close. Uh, Now as you hear another answer, it's tap behind you somewhere in the dark. What do you do? You've spotted it. Um, Or spotted that. So, uh... Hey, sh- there's one right up there. One what? A hook. Or Where? Up there. Where up there? Stupid, it's right up there. Should I blast it? Blast okay. it. All right. I'll blast it. Okay. <laughs> um, what are you blasting it with? Fireball. Okay. Um, Doritos flavor. Yeah. <laughs> I have to roll a save, is that right? Let me, I haven't casted a spell in like a month. I think it's a deck save. Well, that's a one. Yeah. So that's um, that's eight d six fire damage. It's been a month since it's encountered a fireball, and it was shocked by Here. the light. Here's eight d six. Like a moth staring at a lamp. I believe. Fire. All right. Oof. There's a lot of ones there. Yeah. Way to go, Sam. Four, eight, twelve. 15, 18. 18? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> All right. Uh, this thing gets hit with the fireball, and you hear it give out a bird-like screech as it... Oh, that's where it is. ...absorbs that... It was 15, you said? 18. 18. 18. Okay. It absorbs that uh, fireball, and you see some of its... Feathers on the back of its head look like they got singed, um, but it's still sitting up above that opening um, at the moment. And now we're gonna we're gonna roll some initiative, which is gonna take some doing with this group we have today. Twenty one. I'm just gonna wait till he asks. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna have to. Um, all right, is anybody over twenty? Uh, yes. Okay. So, uh, GW will be first. Anybody 15 to 19? Kira? 19. Oh. What's yours, Aaron? Uh, 16. All right. Um, anybody 10 to 14? I rolled a 14. Sev? <laughs> I'm waiting for Umu to speak now, too. <laughs> um, all right. 
five to nine. I rolled an eight. (laughs) (laughs) I had originally envisioned his voice as being like a California surfer dude. Now I just think I'm going to go with Barney. Yeah, that that, that works. (laughs) Sorry, this is. Oh, I love you. Have a mushroom. Okay. Grease Wizard, that was the surprise round, but you are up again. Did it did the fireball ball look like it did something? Yeah, it it screeched out in pretty much terror when it got hit. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and cast another fireball. Okay. I'm not having it. Alright, so I gotta roll again, right? Yeah. Uh that's better this time. Um seventeen. Yeah, that that saves. Okay, so half damage. Looks better. That's much better. 10, 20, uh, 9, 29 points damage. Okay, so that almost does as much as last time, despite it being halved. Yeah. Um, and this thing now has no feathers on its head, and its exoskeleton has been charred black, you see, as it lights up in the dark. And it falls down in front of the opening and takes... Uh, two points of bludgeoning damage as well, and it is currently prone. Kira, uh, it's your turn. How far away am I from it? You guys are about 80 feet back at this point. And in the light of that, can I see if there are any behind me, Um, behind the group? You would have to use your action to make a new perception check if you wanted to try to look around. Is the thing still up on the wall, or did it drop down? No, it fell down in front of the opening, and it's laying prone right now. I'll try to take a shot at it. Okay, you'll be at disadvantage because it's prone and you're not in melee, but you can. Not in... Oh. But with my sharpshooter thing, I don't have cover issues, right? It's not about cover, it's just... Oh. If it's within melee range and it's prone, you have advantage... But if you're using a ranged attack, you have disadvantage if it's prone. Like if somebody laid down to avoid getting shot at. Okay. Disadvantage, you said? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I have to math. 14? That doesn't hit it. Clinks off of the very top of its exoskeleton. You're level 5. Oh, yeah! I get to attack twice! Want. Am I still at disadvantage? Mm-hmm. He's still laying on on his tummy. One. Okay. And the other the one other just... The other one was an 18. ...sails off into the sidewall. That's it. And then it's it's that creature's turn. It stands up, and it rushes uh, back down into that tunnel that's there and out of sight. Zev, it's your turn. Can't see him. Mm, well, you could with your 120 But I mean, feet. like you said, he went down. Well, he's in that tunnel. You could see he's he's still visible like it's a straight shot. Okay, uh, Eldritch Blast then. All right. You're the only one who can see it. Everyone basically just sees uh, you firing into the darkness. Yeah, that's 16 normal. 16 plus 319. And yes. Then, yeah, it, it's because I got another plus four. I forgot. Too many spells. <laughs> and now you've got... yeah. No, I mean that the yeah another character to do too. 
Cantrips, Eldritch Blast. It's one d ten, but there's two of them. Yeah, so two of two d tens. You would roll each attack separate oh, for okay. the beams, but just roll the first one for now. First one's three. Okay, so you watch this purple bolt of energy light up that little hallway and smash into the back of this thing. Is that exoskeleton? The second roll was even higher, so that's going to hit two. Okay. One. <laughs> okay. Not a ton of damage, but these two things light up that hall enough for everybody else to see where this thing is waddling and to see that though this one was fairly big and has soaked up some damage, there's one right in front of it that takes up the whole hall and it's scraping its hooks along the wall as it walks up toward you. <laughs> and it's uh, that one's turn, actually. So it kind of does a thing like if you've ever seen penguins like tuck their eggs under their feet. Oh, yeah. It tries to do this with like the five foot tall hook horror in front of it and manages to basically like hike it <laughs> behind itself and then continue walking up along the hallway. And on its turn, it gets to about the How opening. Tall is, is this one? This one's like, like eight foot tall. So it's a little bigger than the other ones. And it's Umu's turn. See, nobody's hurt yet. So I think I would like to. I'm just going to hold my turn unless it gets within 60 feet. Okay. All right. So what is your action? You can hold your action. Uh, You can't hold your whole turn. What would your action be if it gets closer? I'm sorry. I meant 30 feet. I'm going to hold a thorn whip. Okay. Gotcha. Um. Because that saves the tour. Umu is holding. (laughs) It's Hannah's turn. Uh, Hannah's going to take her crossbow off her back and fire at the the bigger creature. Um, Just the bolt just ricochets off the side of this thing's exoskeleton, and she sends um, Malkovich up there to attack. Malkovich bounds. Forward, uh, he he leaps thirty feet in a single leap, and then uses the rest of his movement to run up there and try and scrape this thing, uh, or try and bite this thing. Ooh, Thank you. That's a crit. <laughs> Yay, John! So, <laughs> Malkovich gets to roll a little bit extra. He deals 15 points of damage as he bites into this thing's neck and just tries to latch onto it. And it just swings around and kind of knocks him into the wall. And Malkovich loses his grip with his bite. But you can see blood on the side of the thing's neck. And um, Aaron, I think you're up. I want to hit one of them with my axe. You're going to have to move. Yeah, you're 80 feet away right now. Oh, I don't think mother. I can get there. Darn it. Even I want to hit dash, something with my axe. Be... With the dash, you'd make it right up there. No, with It'd the be dash. Hopeless. I I can go 40. Well, you so... can go 40 without the dash. So you can go 80 with the dash, but that would be but your But then that's action. my move, yeah. You could still um you could still use a bonus action. I mean, you can rage with that, but I don't you might not be able to attack, but you could go up if you wanted to get in its face. That's about all you could do. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I have that's a bonus action. 
Uh, but yeah, I guess I'll dash because melee is my main okay. thing anyway. So you're just going to rush up to this thing? Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I think all of my exploits depend on uh, me... Sorry, I'm... Yeah, most reading. of them require All my exploits action. Did, yeah, depend on me attacking first. I think there's a couple that don't, but I don't think you have one of those. Yeah. All right, do you want to use, you use your bonus to rage, or do you want to No, chill? I'll hold off on that. Okay. Um, all right, as you do that, above you on the ceiling, uh, you hear one of these things start falling down right in front of the path to the door. Uh and it's going to try and basically pounce on you, Aaron, as you move up toward the front. So Bring it on. That's going to make a I'm drop attack. A that's a 25 to hit. No, actually. <laughs> and that's... Six, 14 bludgeoning damage. As it just crashes down on top of your head and shoulders. Okay. Then you guys hear a screech from behind you about 40 feet back. And there's another one of the smaller ones um, charging in your direction. Gets to within about uh, 30 feet behind the main part of the party before it runs out of movement. Do you want to use that to trigger? Cause you're... Yes, please. Okay. So you want to thorn whip the small one? Range. Yes. That makes me resist, resistant to bludgeoning damage. What? If sorry, I was, raged. Zev was going to be next to my turn. I was looking at warlock spells. Right. I'm sorry. Uh, you're on deck, Grease Wizard, if you want to think about what you want to do. I already got it. Okay. Make a melee range, make a melee attack against the target. So that's going to be. And you add your spell attack bonus to that, I think. 18 plus 4, yes. so 22. And creature takes. 1d6 piercing. That's going to be 6. Good. All right. Now, I have the option of pulling it 10 feet closer to me. I do not want to exercise that option. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you just, this whip lashes out and just slashes it across its face, basically. Talk. See this line of blood come up. GW, you got one 30 feet behind you. You got one that just landed on top of Arn. Arn, I actually need you to make a strength save to see if you're still standing. Uh, 20. Yes. Um, and it basically rolled off beside her, um, and is standing next to her. It got a 20 on its acrobatics check, so it, it landed on its feet. Um, and then the... beautiful to watch. <laughs> yeah, then the other one's right in front of Aaron in the door. Um, so... Right in front of Aaron in the door. Okay, so... That's the mama. The mama. So how many feet away is, is that one? 80 me? feet. The opening's 80 feet from you guys. Except Aaron. And, right, Ma- so and Malkovich is up there, too. I'm going to run up to within... Uh, run up 20 feet mm-hmm. towards Aaron and cast Shatter on Mama. Wouldn't that also cast Shatter on me? Yeah, no, I don't think so. 10 foot? 10 feet away? Yeah, she ran all the way up uh, to the opening and basically got in the thing's face. So it would hit her and Malkovich and the other baby that fell down from the ceiling. How many babies are there? There's one that ran away behind the mother who's looking pretty bad. And then there's one that fell on you and one behind the party. I don't 
don't right. feel comfortable attacking babies. Then I'll do the one on the back of the party then. I thought we'll she call was them juveniles. A then. little bit farther away. All right, and and shatter still mm-hmm. or okay. Is that constitution? It is. Yeah, they're good at that. Uh, oh. 19. Yeah, that Okay. That works. Um, so they take 3d8. Yeah. 8 8 Whoa. 5 21 wow. so they take it takes 10 to All right, yeah, it screeches again and the the mother screeches back in its direction. Kira. I think I'm going to I think I'm going to attack on deck. Um the mama. All right, I'm going to shoot at it. Go for it. 15. That oh, hits. wait, wait. 15 plus stuff, so it, oh, yeah. it does hit. Yeah, 15 Woo-hoo. hits. Uh, six, and then it's taken damage. It has. Two. Are you adding your um, modifier to your roll? Not to the second one. But to the first one? Yes. Okay, so eight total. Yes. All right, and this... Second attack? Yep. This arrow sinks actually through part of its carapace. Um, it, it finds its way through. All right. And you do get a second attack. I'm going to attempt sharpshooter. Okay. So you minus five to the roll. 14? 14 does not hit, unfortunately. Because so. I think it's 19 minus five. Okay. okay. So, yeah, this one, it, it hits, but it bounces, ricochets off the carapace again, which is fairly thick. Even though this is not a difficult target, like... To hit, it's more difficult to actually hurt it. All right, the one behind the mother is running away further. Zev, it's your... How far away is the one behind Mama? Um, I should say, how far behind Mama is the one running away? Yeah, about... Because Mama ran after it went under her, so about 60 feet past. Okay, so it's... Okay. It's pretty far. Um... Okay, I'm still going to do this. I want to cast Hunger of Hadar to where the edge of it comes between Mama and um, Aaron. Okay. So Mama's inside the the spell. Can we please stop calling her Mama? That's I don't pretty, know what else to call it. The it's big one. It's brutal. It's pretty close to Aaron, so I would ask if you'd make an, like a uh, a spell attack to see if you can get it in the right exactly the right spot. Because okay. you're talking like, you know. It's 20 foot. Within sp- Six inches of each other because she okay. ran up in front of this thing. So just make a spell attack. All right. See if you can place it good. Uh, it's going to be 13, 17. It's... Yeah, that's that's yeah. fair okay. enough. So it's only getting mama. Right. And then if anything comes up within 20 feet behind the big right. one. Or tries to run down the hallway. Right. It's blocking the whole hallway. Right. So... What does she have to do now? Any creature, or first of all, open a gateway to the dark between the stars, a region infested with unknown horrors. Uh, a 20-foot radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold appears, centered on the point within... Uh, filled, uh, with <laughs> Wait, filled with a cacophony... Wait, hold on. Filled with a cacophony of soft whispers and slurping noises that can be heard up to 30 feet away. Aaron can hear them. No one else can. No light. Did you match- say slurping yeah, Slurping noises. <laughs> no light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the area, and creatures fully within the area are blinded. Okay. So she's blinded. Okay, if it's the a void... 20-foot s- 
sphere. Yes. With the point of origin being the big one. No, no, the no, point of origin is behind the big one, coming oh. up to just where the big one is stuck in it. Oh, okay. So yeah, you s- Aaron can hear this because she's close enough to hear yeah. the whispers and the slurping and can feel the cold. And is this the one with the ten? No, that's the. I'm getting there. Okay. The void creates a warp in the fabric of space, and the area is difficult terrain. Any creature that starts its turn in the in the area takes two d six cold damage. Any creature that ends its turn in the area must succeed on a deck saving throw or take two d six acid damage as milky otherworldly tentacles <laughs> rub up against it. What? <laughs> All right. Milky. So the milky tentacles have. <laughs> Uh, started to surround Mama, and it's the beginning of, of her turn. So. Come on! Do you have any bonus action you want to do? Well, uh, I want to run between Umu and the one that's 30 feet behind, or the one that he just shattered. Got well, milk? Okay. So How far behind the big between? one is the baby running? The juvenile? It's too far. It's outside of the okay. sphere. And now, since I cast the sphere, you can't even see. Because it's total, it's like yeah, it's total blackness there. Right now. Okay, I was just wondering if but the you can younger still one. still see the younger one because it's in front of the sphere. Or you mean the one that was running away? Yes. Yeah, you gone. couldn't see it anymore. Okay. It was way out of your dark. I vision. was just wondering if it was possibly in that fright Mm-mm. sphere. No, too. it's kind of long gone. So, so let me, just let me know move. when when Mama starts. Yeah, I want to move between Umu okay. and the, the one in the back. Well, it's Mama's turn, so, so you she can takes two d six six cold. That's going to be seven. Okay. You hear her scream as this just bitter cold rocks up. And you can see the, um, Aaron, you can see all the ice crystals forming on its bones that are its No, she can't, she can't see into the sphere. Oh, that's complete darkness? Complete darkness, magical or otherwise. Okay. That doesn't sound good. You just hear it scream. You don't know why. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, in in Zev's weird space, nothing can hear you scream. So Mama is going to try and push her way out of the opening. Uh, Stay strong, Aaron. Keep it inside yeah. the circle of death. Aaron, I need you to make a strength check or an athletics check as it tries to push through you. Can I roll that again since it almost rolled off the table? Yeah, and she, she bumped had to, it to She had to stop her. it with I, her hand. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's a 10 both times, so... Is that with okay. your plus, or...? No, no, no. Uh, it's 17 plus my stuff. That's, yeah, that's better than the 15, so... Sweet. So now that she ends she her turn... She cannot push her way through the doorway there. She tried to knock you out of the way, so now she takes 2d6... She has acid. to make a, a dex saving. Oh. Well, she has to take the 2d6 cold plus the... She, she already took, took the 2d6 okay. cold. Now we're talking about acid damage. Makes the dex save, because that's uh, okay. 17. That e- makes right. Dex, what was it? My, my yeah. DC? Yeah, my DC is 15, so she saves. So does she take half? Or? It does not say, so I'm guessing she takes nothing. Right, so she she's dodging out of the way of the milky tendrils. But she used her action that time to try and get out of there and could not because Aaron pushed her back in. It's Umu's yeah, turn. Boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> They're too close together in this initiative. I know. I'd really like a little bit of buffer between the two. Do you want me to push Umu down in the initiative? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, Why did Umu answer that question? Because <laughs> I'm lost in the. <laughs> Umu's taking so many mushrooms. I'm totally self aware. <laughs> Umu is just stoned enough to maybe be self aware. Can, can you remember you go after Aaron? I can't yeah. really fit you. I'll try. Yeah. Uh, so Hannah goes next. She can't see into that, so she's going to shoot at the one that fell 
onto Aaron with her crossbow. Was that not the same one? There's the big one and the spear. There's the other one that's missing, and then there's one that's right in front of him. I think that there's hits. another one behind everybody, but I'm not sure about that. So that's 1d10 plus 4. She deals 11 damage to the to the young one in the front. <clears throat> and it screeches out as one goes into and sticks through the carapace with a big crack. Malkovich jumps onto that same one. Um, and try to uh, bite it. And crits again. Malkovich has critted on both of its attacks. Yay, John. Combat. Good boy. Ooh, that's good. Eight. I don't like John Malkovich. Neither do I, but 14. it's still a funny joke. 18 no, damage. Wow. <laughs> so he just rips out the side of this thing's neck, and you watch this big gush of blood basically coat Aaron's face. Um, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and Aaron all of a sudden likes Malkovich. Okay, um, it's Aaron's turn. Okay, uh, can I hit it with my axe now? The one that fell on you? Just any one that's near me. <laughs> that's the closest. The other one you can't see, so... Um, yeah, yeah, I'm not going into the sphere. I'm not nuts. All right, it's right next to you. That f- It fell on you. Malkovich just came and yanked out part of its throat. So go for it. Yeah, okay. Well, that's not very good. Um, 16? That hits. I forgot what I, I, forgot what I roll. You roll. 1d12 plus my strength modifier. So that is 8. 8. Plus 1 is 9. Because I'm using my politer smiter. Gotcha. All right. Crack into the carapace again. It's still standing there, but it's it's bleeding really badly. Um, you get another attack, and you still have a bonus action if you have anything you can do with it. Um, no, I'm good. Okay. You have a second attack. Oh, I, saw, I thought he said a bonus action. You get second attack and a bonus action. I would like my second attack, please. All right. Crunch okay. it. Uh, Plighter Smiter again in kill mode. I'm not rolling good. Um, 11? No, that one's going to... It just turns sideways as it smacks into the carapace. Okay. And then Umu. I think the one that's behind us, I'd like to cast Infestation on. Okay. So, I think you roll an attack for that. So do I roll a target must succeed on a constitution saving throw. That's a two plus two. Okay, so yeah, my, my DC is a 12. So it's going to take 1d6 poison damage, which is three. Okay. And it's going to move in a random direction. A random direction. So two, that's south. Five feet. I'm going to roll based off what direction, because I don't know what directions in terms of south. Okay, I'm just reading One off is toward the, the party. All right, so it's running directly away from the party with a four. All right. What does he move? Five feet back? Five feet. So he's 35 feet away now. All right. The one next to Aaron is going to slash at her uh, with its hooked claws. Uh, A nine and a 20. The 20 hits. So it deals. Now I'm going to talk like Umu. It's addictive. Eight piercing damage. <laughs> so you take eight piercing damage from those the one attack that hits as this hook 
just digs basically around your back and tries to pull you toward it. I hate that. I hate that visual very much. <laughs> Good. Um, eight doesn't sound like that much for that. Nope. It, it got a little chunk of flesh out of you there, but... Uh, the I one eight who's, points of damage for breakfast. The one who's in the back is going to move 25 feet toward the party. And basically just... Wait, the one that was running away or the one that's behind? The one that was... The one that just got hit by infestation? Yeah. Okay, cool. So it's within 10 feet of Zev yes. now? Yeah. That's okay. as close as it can get uh, without dashing. So it just starts tapping on the sidewall. And GW, it's your turn. Um, I lift up my shirt and I touch my belly button ring. Okay. And I, uh, what comes out of it? A <laughs> nothing good. <laughs> the, the hunger of hater. <laughs> my lion. Your white comes, lion is yeah, back. M- my white lion comes back to me. All right. Uh, I have to give you the lion. Is that a bonus action or is that an action? An action. All right. And what can you do with the lion? Can you command it as a bonus action? The beast is a spectral version of itself and acts on an initiative of 10. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Go ahead and add that to your order. Yeah. Hey, I'm just using your... your... Here's the lion. So you can figure out what it, what it will do when you get back around to it. Kira. So who's still alive? Anywhere. You take it the mother is still... All of them are still alive. Okay. Technically, you don't know if the mother's still so alive. So the mother's but... in the void of... Wait, did she end her turn in the... Yeah. She started and ended her turn just now with Arn, right? So I need to re-roll damage. No, that she did... That the, was another one. That was a different one? I'm sorry. Oh, just now, that was the baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the the one screaming from inside the void. Mm-hmm. There's the baby next to Arn that is looking rough because Malkovich bout tore its throat out. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one 10 feet behind Zev and Umu. And am I closer to them? Yeah. You're maybe 10 feet in front of them. I'm going to turn around, run back, and try and stab it. Okay. Yeah, you could definitely reach it. So you can get two. You could get three. Slash and dash. Okay. She's holding up dice for either way. I hit with Aranova, but not with slash and dash. Because 16 and 9. Yes. One hits. For six. Plus Colossus Slayer. One. And then you get a second main hand attack. I don't hit. All right. So you come up, clang, clang, twice off the carapace, and then like, why am I hitting the carapace? And just jam the thing into its throat. <laughs> All right. And uh, it's it gurgles, but it's still standing tall, and it's getting ready to try and slash at so you. So between the slurping noises coming out of the hunger of Hadar <laughs> and the gurgling good. noises... It just sounds weird. You might say you're surrounded by horrors. So, uh, Zev, it's your turn. Um, I'm going to run up to the one that she just slashed and dashed, and I'm going to slash and dash it with my big sword. Okay. Okay. Go for it. 15, 19, 20, whatever. 20 whatever Uh, hits. 2d6s. That's going to be 4 plus... Charisma, so mm-hmm. it's eight. Okay. Second attack. 
You also get plus one because it's your packed weapon, right? Are you adding that? I am not. So nine. Thank you. Uh, second attack is 12 plus 4, 16 plus proficiency, 19. Yes. All right. And damage. It's going to be 5 plus 4 plus 1. Ten? So 10. That's just enough for that one. So two slashes with your gleaming uh, foe bearer as you made it materialize into your hands. Cut through this thing, through the carapace, and a big axe, and it slumps over to the side. It's dead. And it is the mother's turn, so I need you to roll 2d6 cold damage. It's four. I got too much crap. Four damage. Yes, please. All right, now she's going to try and force her way through Arn again. So, Arn, I need you to make an athletics contest with that this thing. Is my, that is my area. And I rolled a one. I rolled a nineteen. Not only plus does it seven. Not only does it not get out, it's knocked prone inside there. So it's gonna fail its uh or it's gonna be at disadvantage on its deck save. And one of those is a one and the other's a nineteen, so fails. Four. Four more damage. Four acid damage. I don't know if that does anything. <laughs> Yeah. The, there's a the, bubbling, there's slurping, yeah. and there's Aaron, gurgling. As the horrible you, you hentai keep seeing these like just... hooks come out to try to push you out of the way as it screams, but that's like all you can see, and then you hear these horrible noises just feet in front of you. It's so hard to look away. And it's the lion's turn. It's almost as bad uh, as looking at Dougley. I'm setting the lion to go towards the bat, the one in the back, and just uh, the running. one in the back is dead. Zev just killed him. Oh, I thought he killed the... Okay, got it. Sorry. There's a lot of... Hook so there's one next to Aran. The right. only one you can currently see is the is one... Is the one next to Aran. Then yep. go attack that one. Okay. Send it in. So... Oh, I do. Can it pounce or... It's going to do a uh, pounce. Yeah. All right. Roll its attack for it. That's a d20? Mm-hmm. Not 20. Not... To- nice. <laughs> so now you take whatever dice it would roll and you roll twice as many. All right, so 2d6. It's extra for a pounce, though, Five. isn't it? Or is it not? Um, it must succeed on a strength saving throw. Oh, okay. DC 13. Oh, so that's different. Go ahead and roll your damage first. Five. One. Six. Does Six it add damage, anything? Plus three. So nine. All right, it doesn't matter what the pounce is because the the lion pounces onto this thing, knocks it onto the ground. Finds the spot where Malkovich dug into its throat and tears the rest of it open. Okay. Ew. And it's dead? It's dead. Okay. And it's Henna's turn. Um, Henna's going to fire into the void, so she'll be at disadvantage to try and hit this thing. Can you turn the void off? I can, but do you really want the thing to be able to see you? No. Uh, How to be able to kill it? You can. You're just you going to be hooks. at disadvantage. Aim for the middle. Uh. She hits. You, you can hear the crossbow bolt. I can just launch blank. Eldritch Blast after Eldritch Blast into this thing. <laughs> As it sinks. It might take us a while. This thing, this is a terrible death. It sinks in and you hear the carapace crack again as it deals 11 damage. So crunching, bubbling, slurping, <laughs> and gurgling. Um, and Malkovich is just holding. Uh, if this thing comes out, it's going to pounce. Arn, it's your turn. Okay, can I attack it with my axe in some way? You can swing into the void. Do you have an idea about where it was because it was trying to push you? Yeah, but I'll swing into the void. You will be, it's just at disadvantage. Okay. So you have to. 15. 
17. Yeah. Uh, plus 15 plus 7. That definitely 22. hits. Yeah. All right. Roll your damage for that. Um, come on. Um, that is 9 plus my strength modifier, which is 4. Plus 1. Plus 1. So 14. Yes. Again, an, another nice crunch noise, and you have a second attack if you'd like to take it. I you, will do the same you thing. You feel the axe dig in deep, and you ha- really have to yank it out um, to get it. Oh, so, I st- I'm still, okay. Yeah, you still got it, but it really dug in deep. Neither of these are good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 14? Nope. Oh, wait, no, that's the better one. <laughs> St- still no. Nope. Still no. <laughs> so just swing into the darkness, but your first blow had really knocked it back a little ways, so... The next one misses. Uh, Umu. That, oh, no, not Zev. So. Um, I feel Umu. like it's weird that it seems like my second attacks, like, statistically are more likely to miss, but that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I'd like to run over to Arin and okay. cast Cure Wounds, because oh. she's taking some damage. Great. Yes, I have. <laughs> it's going to be three plus four. You t- you've regained seven hit points. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way you use mushrooms in this uh <laughs> I I, kinda, I technically I re, I already reskinned Goodberry. It's mm-hmm. going to be Good Shroom. Okay, but I haven't <laughs> but, used but not those. for Cure Wounds. Yeah, not gotcha. For All right, perfect. Uh, that was Umu. That one's dead. That one's dead. Grease Wizard. Um, how far away am I from Mama? Come on, eighty feet, maybe 80. ninety. She might have got pushed back a little bit. All right, but you can't see her. And how far? Am, and so I'm eighty feet away from Lion, as well. Uh, seventy maybe. Yeah, okay. he's he's a little bit in front. Um, hmm. don't you have any ranged spells? I do. I was just gonna do something else. I'm gonna go up twenty five feet towards okay. Mama, and I'm going to go up twenty five feet towards the thing and cast Shatter into right. the into the blackness. Yeah, that's I fine. Cast Shatter into the darkness. It's ten feet. Uh, yeah. Uh, seventeen on Constitution. Uh, it's sixteen. Yeah, it right, passes so half. Uh, so many dice. Okay, seven, one, Eight. seven, fifteen. So it takes seven. It is. It's not having a good day, guys. Good. It's very much not having we a good day. Kill it so Kira, we can with its babies again. it's your turn now. Still one of that off. Oh, 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 oh. oh, I don't know why, but I feel bad for the monster now. <laughs> you shouldn't have kept calling them mama and babies. <laughs> it's my job to make you feel horrible about your actions. <laughs> I'm casting Zephyr Strike. Okay. I don't have any spells. Everyone else has <laughs> Could have learned a spell. I don't want to. You oh, you've got exploits, but you got to <laughs> use up a fury for I tried. it. You wouldn't let me. <laughs> I'm just reading the spell to make sure I know what it's doing. Well, you, for one, you're fast, and for another, you get advantage on your next attack that you want advantage on. That'd be just a nice straight roll. Ah, those good old straight rolls. What am I trying to look at now? Hot buttery okay. straight rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Like bread. Eva <laughs> is so tired. <laughs> like bread. <laughs> you know, bread. 
It's like toast, but the not. straight roll. It's untoasted it's toast, toast, but only cooked once. <laughs> <laughs> this episode sponsored by bread. It's like toast, but only cooked once. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kira. So I'm you're 80 very fast now. I'm eighty feet back. Uh, no, you're more because you ran back to slash and dash at the other guy. You're ninety feet back. Okay, so it means I can only get to thirty feet away mm-hmm. from big well, with horror. With Zephyr strike, yes. So I will do that, and then I will shoot between the claws. Okay, well, you're shooting into the darkness. You would be at disadvantage, but you have advantage if you want to use it for your Zephyr Strike. So you bread roll. So it's a regular roll. <laughs> yeah. Straight bread. Get that bread. No toast, no dough. See, for, from now on, advantage is toast and disadvantage is dough. <laughs> we, need, we need hats that have toast and dough on them. 20, not nat. That hits. Yep. Toast. <laughs> Oh, God. Ten. Okay. Plus six. Oh, oh okay. Colossus sl- Slayer. Slayer. You hear uh, um, roll a perception check, I guess, so you can't see it. Nat 20. It's hearing. You hear the beak of it smack into the uh, stone floor, and you're very sure it's the beak. I'm drawing another arrow because I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah, it's still your six seconds, so. Yep. You just shoot down into the hallway and it, into the, well, go ahead and roll, I guess. I rolled a 20. So it nat the 20? One. No, not nat okay. 20. It sticks into the, you can hear Corpse. it break the carapace again, but you don't hear a scream this time. I think I killed it. Yay! Yes, take that, mama. Stop! All right, so you killed the one that fell from the ceiling, the one that came up behind you, the mother that ushered the other one behind it, and the other one had gone tearing down the hallway. Can you say you solved my hook puzzle? You've solved my hook puzzle. Thank you. Okay. Woohoo! Okay, is there anything else you want to do before we call it for the night? I want to go collect my arrows. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to go loot the thing. Drop Hunger of Hadar so she doesn't have to walk into the tentacle horribleness to right. get her arrows. It's probably a good idea. I'm just going to have Eldritch Blast ready just in case the thing is still alive. Okay. You actually can see it. You, you have 120 feet, right? Yeah. It's kind of just outside of around the edge of that range as if it was just waiting to not get too far from its group and slumped up against the wall. So there's dead. another one? No, it's not dead. It looks like it's Eldritch the... Blast. All right, throw an Eldritch Blast. So that's uh, 9, 13, 17? Yep. All right. So Eldritch there's... Blast has like 150 feet range or something. Mine is right. 300. Okay. I took an invocation. invocation. So that's going to be 8? Yeah, uh, now it's slumps all the way over on I'm just going to cast the last one anyways because I feel like it. 12, 16... 19. You've hit its corpse. Seven damage. <laughs> and damaged its corpse for seven damage. And now feathers go... Oh, no, this one had all its feathers burned off already. As black ash goes... <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... I'm good. Uh, you get some hook horror feathers, Sam. 
Yes. I'm and not you, looting these. You things. also look, the bones in its arm are interesting, but they're stuck on there pretty good. Like some of the barbs look like they might be able to, you know, they're sharp enough that they might be useful for something. But to remove them would be very difficult. Would a hand axe work? I'm not helping. I'll try. What are you going to try with? A hand axe might. Can I borrow your hand axe? What's your strength? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> Negative one. I'm going to take a whack at it. Okay. Do I need a roll? Yeah, roll a, uh, an attack with your hand axe. I'm whacking at it first with Tahashi's life. Uh, Tahashi, no, the other one. Weapon of Math Destruction. Okay, you can. 13 plus 5. Okay, roll damage. Would one be eight? Eight. Yeah. Um, you bust off, uh, you do it a couple times then with that, and you bust off two barbs. Two, how am the I going to write that down? Two hook horror barbs. The juveniles don't have those. The HHBs. But the, the I large rolled an eight. Did. No luck. Turn it around, hit it with the back of the thing. <laughs> well, he's got the two barbs. There's no more barbs. No more barbs. They're all mine. Um, but you could pick up some feathers if you wanted. That's about what they no. have. Well, I'll pick up a couple in case my arrows need refletching. All right. I mount my lion. And we just run around and he's have He's there good time. for the whole day, isn't he? An hour. Oh, an hour. Okay, so you guys have taken down these hookars. You continue down that pathway. Um, and just to sort of wrap things up. You you make it to a big, it's maybe two more hours of walking down the hall. A little bit into that, the lion will disappear and the gnome will be forced to walk again. Um, but it opens up into a really large chamber and there's actually bright light streaming down into it. And it takes a second for your eyes to adjust. And you see this underground jungle, basically with this big waterfall falling in from above. And Henna basically asks you to slow down. Um, and she says, Last I knew, the Bullywugs had taken over this place. So we're going to have to move with caution. They're very mean. We may want to try to sneak around the outside. Oh, I'm just sure they need a friend. <laughs> I'll try to sneak this time. All right, well, we'll pick that up next time. Um, we'll begin there in the underground jungle. <laughs> okay. Can Thank we have a guys. long rest here? That's going to be up to you guys mm. next time. It's still only like two or three in the afternoon. Oh. So you might not get one. Um, Honestly, you can only 10. benefit from so many of them, you know, in yeah. a certain period of time. So you might have to wait that out a while. That's fine. I only expended one spell slot. Oh, me too. Hey, thanks for listening to Date Night Podcast with me, Sam Hausman. If you like the show, we could really use your help to spread the word. Share the show with a friend or a family member who you think might enjoy the story. You can also help us by following us on social media like Twitter at Date Night Podcast. That's D8 Night Podcast. And sharing our posts from there. It's also the best way to follow for giveaways and announcements about the show. Now back to it. All right. Ready to get going? Let's go to the underdog. Yeah, so we left off last time 
you had just made it into the Underdark, and you had gone through some tunnels beneath the mausoleums under the Temple of the First Land. That's a long introduction to where you are. Uh, but you fought some hook horrors. And, hook horrors. And hook killed horrors. killed in horrible ways. And killed them in, in horrible ways, you yeah. You guys kept calling them Mama and B. <laughs> That's right. And I didn't a like family it. we killed them in horrible ways. Killed the Brady Bunch of hook horrors. <laughs> <laughs> Um, quite easily, especially due to the the hunger of Hadar, I think was particularly helpful in bottlenecking that uh, mother so that she couldn't save her poor little innocent children. One survived. Innocent. No, it, it ran away and then it died. It oh, got it you Eldritch blasted it through the. Oh, I didn't realize I killed it. it. I thought I just like hit it on the way. No, that was the that was. Its <laughs> I just want to say death. Eldritch blast is my least favorite flavor of Doritos. Ooh. I thought it was one of those uh, Taco Bell soda flavors. Oh, that, that, like, <laughs> that works. Yours might be better. Well, Marketing pe- ideas Pepsi, are flying through my head right Pepsi now. Pepsi and Frito-Lay products all sound the same. That's why the Cheetos orange soda is so delicious. It has little chunks of Cheetos in it. Mm-hmm. You need the extra thick milkshake straw. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, and we're back. <laughs> so. I can start paying attention again instead of scrolling so I can block this out. I guess. You guys think Clippy is gross. Oh, it's all gross. When do you start feeding the orange Cheeto soda to, to Clippy? <gasps> as seventh, soon as he finds some. The secret <laughs> the seventh, seventh horror. The seventh seal humor. has been broken. <laughs> the secret seventh humor. <laughs> uh, but you made it to the bottom of the the path that opened up into an actually bright colored swamp. It was actually glowing from the bottom up based on the... Uh, the water actually having some uh, radiance to it. Um, And as you look around, you can see that there's like a mist toward the east of this chamber. And behind the mist is a really bright glowing orb. It almost looks like a sun on a hazy day. Um, And the grease wizard wants to steal it. No, um, it, it... Does it not look stealable? No, it doesn't. It looks like it's... Just the effect kind of in this room. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but this is, uh, Hannah says, uh, this is Lightwater Swamp. And uh, she told you that last time there were some bullywugs that inhabited this area. Uh, and that you'd have to tread carefully to make it through. You could roll a, I guess, history check if you want to see if you know anything or you picked up anything from talking to people in Lamoche since you've been here about seventeen light water. Kira rolls a 17. I rolled the 12. <laughs> I don't know what I'm rolling for. I paid history attention three. for once in history class. Oh, Umu um, rolled a one. <laughs> 13. Umu don't know. What oh, is this yeah, place Umu called again? What is water swamp? <laughs> totally forgot yeah. Umu. So Kira, uh, you know, you've, Picked up quite a bit about Lightwater, maybe with a conversation with one of the villagers of Raventree, or maybe while you were scratching Victor's back or something. Um, But you know that Lightwater is, uh, unlike most Underdark location, uh, the falls to the northeast side of the swamp bring in radiant glowing water because it's actually directly under the Temple of the Second Land. You've uh, crisscrossed down... 
sort of a, a direct route when you didn't have to go through the uh, uh, rubble and the hop rocks on your way. It was pretty quick under the mountain to get beneath the second temple. Uh, so after the stone has cleansed the water, it drips down into this chamber and it retains, since that's the stone of light. I'm kind of uh, terrified of what may have happened had we not cleansed that stone. Right. This would not be a fun place to be. No, it would not. Yeah. So you know that that's where it gets this uh, this glow from. You also know about the Bullywugs here. Uh, basically, you know that there's two tribes who are The gray tribes. and the blue? Hmm? The gray and the blue? They're actually called Goldies and Greenies. Okay. Uh, based on the color of their uh, tones of their skin. Uh, what is a bully? Wolf? And you know that they're they're it's like frog, frog people who Pit like bites. to inhabit swamps. Kira encountered one in a. I think that's not canon. Two, right? No, it's in there. In our Pit early bites. recordings of no, those were groans. Oh. Bully are a lot bigger than groan. They're almost human size. It's bonus content. It's not canon, but it's bonus content. Okay. Bonus canon. I don't remember if I died in that practice run since I was still trying to figure out what the heck I was doing. Yeah, if Kira died, it's not canon, I no. wouldn't imagine. <laughs> no. I was revived. Um, but that's about what you know about the area with that 17. So uh, Hannah says, um, I've trekked through the outskirts of Lightwater before. I've really just kind of stayed on the edges. Um, and I know that there's concentrations of, of bullywogs up here in the north where we are uh, that we'd have to tread carefully for. But I also know there's a way we can get under the swamp. Uh, I don't know if it's... A under the underdark swamp? Right. Under the under the swamp, there's a, a pathway that goes uh, into the... It's like a mud bog uh, beneath here. The bullywogs don't go down there. Um, but it's also not a particularly pleasant place either. Uh, The hazards there are a little bit different. Here the hazards are living. Here the hazard, or there the hazards are more straying from the stone paths and into the mud uh, can be a good way to vanish from the rest of your party. So we have a couple of different options. Neither of them are great. Uh, We could try and sneak through the light water or fight our way through the light water. uh, Or we can try and drop into the mud bog and come up. Uh, there's an exit to the mud bog near, uh, closer to the road out of here. You're familiar with this place. What would you want to do? Um, yeah, like, why do you think we brought you along? <laughs> well, give you some information so you can make an educated decision. I've never in my life made an educated decision. <laughs> Again, we asked what you would do. Um, well, I'm not great at in a you know a fight against a a crowd of bullywogs if i was by myself i would definitely go down through the mud bog but based on what you just did in that fight with the hook horrors i don't know if these bullywogs would cause you much of a problem unless the wugeth is out which way is fast wait hold on what's the wugeth uh the wugeth is a extremely is he the boss he's an extremely nasty ancient frog creature that lives in a lair adjacent to the swamp 
Uh, he only comes out every couple of days looking for bullywugs to eat. Does he um? Does he have any treasure? Mm, uh, the bullywugs don't go in too much for for coin, uh, and when they do, uh, it's not that that they leave on the altar for the wugeth. Okay, I'm just gonna say, given our luck, we will almost certainly run into the wugeth. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Um, all right. Well, which way is faster, like distance-wise, right? Mm-hmm. Well, probably staying up here in the light water would be faster. We would probably have to spend a couple days in the in the mud bog to make it through safely. We could probably make it. We could probably make it through the light water by. Uh, well, it's getting late today. If if we rest, we could probably make it through tomorrow. It'd probably take us two days to get through the mud bog. Well, that humidity is just so awful for my hair. It's a tough. I, I will tough say, one. <laughs> we should probably um, refill our water skins here. This water is the last good water we're going to get until we get to uh, New Spore City. All right. Well, hey, already done. Just did it. See. Very good. Thank you. (laughs) And she fills up hers, too. How many water skins is Zev up to? (laughs) Wouldn't you like to know? (laughs) (laughs) He only bought the the same number as everybody else. He just kept that extra money, I think. So, listen. Everybody can carry five days' worth of water is what we figured. So you can refresh that. Okay, so we should probably try and go the fast way. Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking that. I don't want to lose anyone else into the mud, so... I could help us move more stealthily. Oh. Okay. Any of us. Isn't he, like, ten feet tall? <laughs> Doesn't that only last an hour? I could cast it twice. Get two hours. Was it pass without a trace? Yeah. Or pass without trace? It's, it's it's your call. I'm, I'm up for going either way. All right, well, I think we've decided we're going above, right? Yeah. <laughs> Being underground, I'd rather have as much light as possible at the point. this point, since I'm not used to being underground. It is very dark in, in the mud bog. All right, okay. so, so can we rest real quick? Or not real quick, or kind of long? It is getting close to, it's hard to tell down here exactly what time it is, but just based on the amount of time it's taken you, um, it's late afternoon, uh, early evening, maybe around supper time or so. So it's your call if you want to continue to try to go through the light water. Obviously the, you know, the sun doesn't really play a role in uh, the place here. You imagine if the water's coming in from the stone that lights it, it's light all the time, so... I'm good. I vote we stay here. I'm all out of third level and almost out of my second level spell slots. I'm kind of tired right now, so let's go ahead and do that. Then right on. Okay. okay. All right. Well, whoever's going to be the one who's going to choose the place to camp, then could roll a survival check, which should probably either be Kira or Hannah's, but Kira would be more four. interesting. I don't. Sixteen. Nice. All right. Not bad. Nice spot. Yeah, so you do you go back up in the tunnel a little ways where it's still dark. 
um, and you actually retrace your steps not too far back um, and find an opening that looked like it might have been where those hookars had been nesting, uh, but you were pretty sure you took out the the family in, in total? You say pretty sure. Investigation. Okay. Plus, or 15. Do I find anything? Um, that would probably... Well, what are you... I'm just looking around just in the nesting thing, seeing nest if I can see, see if you find something. Yes. Okay. Yeah, with a 15, you actually do find a little pouch. Mm-hmm. It's got... Uh, it's got three gold pieces in it. I'm or three gold it. pieces worth of silver and copper coins. Down there in the nest, and it's next to a finger bone. I take the finger bone. <laughs> of course. All right, so you found a You never uh, know if you're going to need a good finger The nest bone. is only approachable by one tunnel. That's really narrow, so it looks like it would be easy to defend if anything were to happen. Is Umu going to have trouble getting his antlers in there? Like how? No, the Hokaras were really big, at the, especially the, the adult one was like... Uh, I think it was like eight or nine feet tall. So Uma's good. In my mind, I'm picturing the alien creatures, by the way. Oh, yeah, me too. Okay. I'm picturing like an ugly, messed up pterodactyl. I was picturing a moose like standing out on upright. Uh, I'm, I'm speaking of the hook horror. Oh, oh, okay. Mm. All right, so you bed down for the night? Yep. Uh, I cast my sure. spell. You, yep, you need to feed Clippy a humor of your... Choice. I'll is, take first so is watch. This gonna be, is this going to be our, our new companion's first time watching him feed Clippy? Uh, I've no, seen he, some shit in my day. He, <laughs> he, he would have fed him on the road to the temple, but I don't know if Umu's noticed yet. We didn't play any of those out. Oh, so. yeah. Yeah, maybe this is the first or, time. Or Hannah. <laughs> Go for it. I'm taking 19. first watch. Yes, you, you notice <laughs> with, in great detail uh, as... The Grease Wizard delivers what to Um Clippy? So, I, I forget what we worked out. It was every th- three. three. So yeah. I have to do three to go back to... Every third. Every third. Mm-hmm. So I did blood, then I did yellow bile, then I did sweat. Okay. So now I can do blood you again. You can do blood again without so I'm gonna having to roll. Blood. Okay. So Umu notices as... Uh, the grease wizard goes over to one corner of the nest and slices his hand open a little bit and drips a little bit of blood onto the clay that he's been wearing around his neck, and it kind of animates a little bit and mules at him contentedly. Umu would actually be somewhat interested in this, and so he wants to go over and sit next to GW and just kind of like, is it okay if I watch? Sure, go ahead. And you know, the whole thing happens. And it's like a train wreck, like the sigil, whatever, appears on the ground below me. I float up kinda like the Avatar state, as stated last time. Uh you know, eyes covered over it's a spectacle. Kara <laughs> is pointedly looking away. It's like a train wreck. Arin doesn't want to look, but she can't stop. <laughs> and Henna's just staring. She gives a look over her shoulder real quick and sees uh, kind of shrugs like wizards. And she's just looking <laughs> down the tunnel, making sure nothing's coming with her. And that was five. So what five is, points what is this thing? Uh, it's my homunculus, buddy. See, everyone hates me, I guess, and is trying to leave me. 
So I decided to make my own friend. That I can't usually don't me. hate you. All right. Well, thank you until you leave me, right? <laughs> All right. So do He you? has some trust issues. Do you need a hug? Yes. Uber just opens up his, his arms and again, tattered, horrible, filthy robes, with mm-hmm. literal mushrooms growing out of it. It's like I'll, something out of The Last of just Us. Stank just stank on stank. Yeah. I'll give him a hug. I'll roll a constitution env- check. Envelops you in this giant moose-like bear hug. Not a bear hug. Moose, moose hug. hug. A moose hug. Mm-hmm. Everything just kind of squishes. Aww. So if that was constitution, that was 18... It doesn't even smell bad to you. It's mm. just kind of pungent. Really, Mike? <laughs> just like nestling. <laughs> really? Thank you. Thank you, Umu. Um, that, was, that was nice. I'm glad. I know sometimes things look down, but you always have friends. Well, I will soon, right? It's like the most only, uh, children's character of all time. <laughs> only 26 and... more days, right? <laughs> all right. Good night. Good night. <laughs> Plop. So you just take shifts through the night, and uh, it passes without incident. You, at one point on one of the shifts, think you hear a little bit of clicking from much further up the uh, hallway, but uh, nothing actually starts coming down that tunnel at all. And when it's about what you think is morning, you wake up having benefited from a long rest. Ah. All right, off we go. So you head into Lightwater. What's the... uh, Basically, this is a place with... uh, The water's pretty still in here, as you would expect in a swamp, even though it's coming in from the um, waterfall. The different... Where is it? Uh, I don't have... I don't know. I'm not going to find it. So uh, basically there are like these different mounds of earth that are inside that keep diverting the water into different ways. So it just keeps spreading out further and further. And you can see that it gets dimmer, you know, the further away that it actually gets from the falls. Uh, There's like no current in it. That's going to be any issue of like pulling you away. But if you are, you do have to step through it to get from one piece of earth to another uh, and the terrain's fairly difficult in terms of moving through it that way when you have to actually step down into the swamp. It's so squishy, and your legs get stuck a little bit, but you don't really sink very far like you would have, uh, as Hannah said, in, in the mud bog. Do we see a white horse and an Indian boy somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> no, this isn't very sorrowful. In oh, that would be the mud bog. Right, yeah, this is okay. more, with the light coming in here, it's actually a cheery sort of, uh, vibe that you get from the environment because that's part of the uh, part of the nature of the stone of light is not only that it brings radiant physical light but it sort of brings a lightheartedness too um, which you find as you start drinking the water that you've put into your water skins uh, from this swamp is sort of imbuing you with a little bit of uh, again, a, a good feeling. You could feel the pervasiveness. <laughs> Man, of the, have some of this water. <laughs> as, yeah, Umu, uh, this is good stuff. It goes good with your shrooms. Um, Umu actually does dip down a couple of times and tries to get. His and then whole the light stops. Thing. The light is no longer illuminated. <laughs> there is like this swirl around Umu that just <laughs> kind of comes <laughs> off of his robe, but it's it's uh, pretty much just in that one location. 
But yeah, the the water here does lift your spirits. Um, so what you've heard does about the, the mud, like, is how wet is it? Like, is the mud soaking into Aaron's fantasy Uggs or? Definitely. Yeah, you're about up to your shins or knees from going through the, the spots between. Oh, man, this is never going to come out. You're pretty soggy. <laughs> Meanwhile, Umu's literally putting mud on his <laughs> robes like, this is never going to come out. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a slight. Uh, glow on your uh, robes now. He's ecstatic. He's and just so happy. Right everybody now. else, if you're just kind of walking through, you've got whenever you get up onto the land, you have a really faint glow up to about your shins or so, maybe your knees. GW. No, I'm pretty sure I'm I'm short. I've probably fallen a couple of times. <laughs> okay, so you're glowing do you, too. Do you want to ride on my antlers? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please. Picks up his little buddy, sets him right on top. Okay. That, that, all right! That won't slow you down at all based on your uh, size. So I think you're good. I think Reese is having a ball. What about then. his bags, though? His, well, a <laughs> lot of bag his bags are in another down. dimension, um. a lot of the weight. <laughs> so he is sort of carrying Yeah, he's like water, 80 but... pounds of gnome and 200 pounds of stuff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, you do notice he does feel a little heavier than you expected. You're sturdy. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So I guess go ahead and let's uh, everybody roll stealth checks, and and we'll see how that goes as you're sneaking through the swamp. Unexpectedly, that's a 10. That's a 21. Whoa. Thankfully, I have good mods. That's an 8. Umu got a 14. Zev got a 2. I I rolled a two. I want to hear. I want to hear how Zev does so bad. He gets it too. <laughs> What's happening with Zev in the in the mud or in the swamp? Well, Zev is just not used to being. You know, he's used to being in a big open city and it's light everywhere. This is brighter, but it's still pretty dark, and so he's not used to watching every little step he takes. So he kind of trips and falls on one of the splashes and okay so he's glowing pretty well too yeah but i'm glowing and i rolled a 21 (laughs) (laughs) luckily um more of you passed the the perception check than failed so (laughs) there was a patrol that you saw of just some of the uh the greenies uh who who walked by they were these bullywogs holding spears who were just hopping through the bog uh and in the first half of the day uh you've passed what henna tells you is maybe a, a third or a quarter of the way uh, to your journey um, through here. I, I just is like a third of the way through. I think I'm going to go ahead and cast Pass Without Trace. Okay. So um, now everybody can add 10 to your stealth roll that we're going to make for Whoa. the second half of the day. Nice. Are right. we going to do that right yep. now? We can go ahead and do that now. And I'll roll for him. 28. Nat 20. 20. So what is that with plus 10 and plus your bonus? So that'd be 36. <laughs> <laughs> 20 we lose Kira. <laughs> 27 for Zev, 20 for Umu. Holy cow. <laughs> All right, you guys, despite the fact that you're glowing, uh, you just make like this. You find this pathway that kind of ducks you behind this big mound of uh, grass that's growing in one of the larger... Uh, sections of earth that's piled up here, uh, and it obscures you from 98% of the cavern. 
uh, and you feel like you can move along not just stealthily but quickly and stealthily uh, at the same time so you don't lose any ground. Um, and by what you think would be a nor- <clears throat> excuse me, a normal day's travel just based on um, how your legs are feeling walking through this swamp, except maybe the grease wizard who's still fresh as, as in the morning. Um, I do think I did trip. I I did trip once. Yeah, but you weren't on his antlers probably the whole time. Fresh as a pungent daisy. He probably couldn't have carried you the Fresh as a wet, smelly daisy. (laughs) Remember, don't eat the ones, don't eat the mushrooms on my back. They're they're not for you. All right. Well, thank you. (laughs) He spits out his mouthful. (laughs) (laughs) Just this big, like we just watched Rhett and Link doing Chubby Bunny. Just... When he spit the donuts out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. Mm-mm. All right. Um, so you make it, uh, again, pretty quickly. You think you might have another, uh, Henna says, another three or four hours before you're completely uh, out of the swamp. But if you're going to continue on on this same day, uh, there's a, a risk of uh, just getting exhausted from... Nah. going through this area. So. Let's go ahead and take that break, that long rest. So it's up to you if you want to try to rest here in the swamp or if you want to try to push on. I like it here. Okay. Yeah, sure. I don't care. Clippy needs to be born. <laughs> All right, so you feed Clippy another... Some tears today. Okay. Kira, you want to roll the survival check again to find a place to camp? Does this still benefit from my pass without a trace? Or? No, not on the survival check. That's optimistic, though. I'm tapping my nose with one finger. <laughs> she climbs up to uh, the top uh, of that grassy knoll <laughs> and, and shoots down. off a flare. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Um, with Let's that, put this die away. With that one, uh, what happens this evening? You, you get down to rest and... Uh, the Wuggeth appears with a cord of both bands. <laughs> oh, no, we're in the Wuggeth nest. <laughs> okay, so Hannah's on watch um, at the time, and she goes over to Kira first and tries to wake you up silently. Kira. <laughs> what? what? Shh, Shh. Kira. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, it's not near us. It? But. It's pushing some of the bullywugs in this direction. It? The wugeth? That's what I was worried about. It? It's awake. And I don't think it's going to make it over here. But um, the bullywugs, the goldies from the south, are moving up in this direction now. We need to get everyone awake, and we need to get in a defensive position. So then she just moves away from you and goes over to wake up Umu and tell him the same thing. Trying to and be quiet about it. As she starts moving away, I grab her robe or whatever and say, "Tell him to pat or to cast pass without trace." Okay. And then I help wake everybody else up. All right. So you get woken up to this news, and you can actually hear some <laughs> croaking noises and splashes. <laughs> you don't say. coming from the south. So this does not count as as us having a rest. You didn't make it through the long rest okay. yet. So. But I did feed Clippy. You did, yep. Still going ahead. And that's based on Pass Without Trace. But Umu's the only one who used any spells okay. or anything, so... So you get a plus 10 to stealth if that's what you're doing. There, there are a group of bullywugs that looks like... Uh, it looks like there's three of them with spears, 
and one who's kind of um, carrying a staff and using it to walk through the swamps. And they're running up this hill that you're camped behind, trying to jump what you think behind it and hide, basically, from the Wagath. So they're headed, making a beeline straight for your location. Question. Mm-hmm. Does the invisibility scroll only apply to me or... Yeah. Oh. But we have plus 10 now to stealth. We can hide. We can hide. Right on. I'm going to roll my stealth check. I'm hiding. I know. So we're going to try to find a spot to Darn hide. Darn it. Whatever it is, add nope. 10. Mm-mm. There's <laughs> one that I can't add 10 to. Yeah, we that's leave a him. one. That's a one. We leave him outside. Uh, let's see. Umu's a 29. Zev's Six, a 28. 16. 22, 28. Okay. So everybody... Um, Kind Sometimes of. in nature, you have to sacrifice the little ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, that I friendship's taking a quick turn. <laughs> <laughs> so Don't worry, we'll, re- we'll revive you. So everybody scatters <laughs> around and gets into like some of the. There's not a, there's not like trees or anything here, but there's a lot of growth in terms of shrubs and bushes. And ironically, the smallest one cannot hide. Everybody finds a pretty good spot, but the grease wizard is still asleep and snoring in the middle of the field as the bullywugs crest the hill. Hey, did someone get him. greasy? Oh, dang it! Oh wait, I see him over there. He's got his assless chaps up into the wind. <laughs> His khakis are glowing like the moon, Hannah says as she touches the bridge of her nose. And the well, well I guess there's nothing we can do now. <laughs> and the bullywogs crest the top of the hill, and the the one of them kind of puts a an arm out to stop the others, and they take a net out between the two of them and start stalking toward the grease wizard on the ground. Roll a perception check at disadvantage. That's fair. How far nope. away are they? Um, perception, they're about four. <laughs> <laughs> you are having a great dream. Yeah. It might be this water, but it's great. You and Crinkle Fire Touch are playing beach volleyball with a couple <laughs> of really choice gnome ladies. Hold on. <laughs> I rolled a 17. Are we winning? One. You're winning. It's like that. <laughs> You it's rolled a one. 17 on that one. And it's strict Save volleyball. The, <laughs> it's, that, a good it's that scene from Top Gun, but with gnomes With instead. gnomes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yep, that's what's going on with the Grease Wizard right now. Guys, should we try how, and how save him? How far away are they from the Greasy? Look at him. Uh, he looks so about, happy. They're getting close. They're 25 oh feet away or so. You guys weren't far from the top of the hill. And how, how many of them are there approximately? There's, there's four, two holding the net out. Go on, Crinkle. One with Hit a spear. It. They haven't seen anybody else yet, it doesn't seem like. Can we get a yeah. surprise round? I'm planning on mm-hmm. drawing. Uh, All right, ladies, I was just going to leave him, but off. that's actually a good idea. Hunger of Hadar. Okay. On, directly on the group us. so that, you know, get it, doesn't, it obviously doesn't get him in it, but it gets <clears> the other. So you could do it kind of two ways. There's the two who are advancing with the net, who mm-hmm. are a little bit in front. So you could try and get them, or you could try and get the other two who have kind of stayed back. Um, and skirted off to the side a little bit just to make sure they're over the hill where they can't be seen from the other side. So the two in the back, if I cast it on the two in the front, the two in the back still wouldn't be able to see through it because it would be a, 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 an area of complete darkness. Right. So, and I could I could draw up a map for where everybody is if you want to talk. It might uh, be good if you did the guys quick. in the back, though, because then the people in the front wouldn't realize that they were... I don't want Except to get screams. put in a net. 
Yeah, I, I still think it'd be better to do it on the on the guys in the front. Please so. don't let them put me in a net. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Um, okay. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> you rolled a four, so I don't think that's really a concern of yours. Right no, now. no, it's they're a beach taking the volleyball net, net down yeah. right now because they've won, and Trinkle wants to wrap them up in it because yeah. that's the you know that's the celebration method. <laughs> don't put me in the net. No, Hold I'm gonna on. be aiming at one of the people on the back, anyways. So right, twenty foot radius sphere of blackness and bitter cold. Since they start their turn in it, they need to 2d6 cold damage. All right. I'm going to draw you a, a map real quick of where everybody is. Okay. Um, I just want to know if I need to try and remember this roll or not. I put henna and umu, and I just wrote the thing. So now in one of the shrubs is ho. <laughs> 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 uh Greasy mm. and Lauren. What? Greasy's here. Yes. Say this it. is the ho shrub. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dumb joke. That's literally the only thing that made me giggle. All right. Yeah, get out of that hose bush. <laughs> <laughs> Done. <laughs> All right. So this is kind of just the layout. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So this is the hose bush. <laughs> That's graphic. <laughs> Amy has never laughed this hard That's at the anything anyone of the bushes said. Around. Oh my god! <laughs> what? what? So that's the thickest of the bushes. Around here. Oh boy! Wow. So you're really obscured in there. Uh, so the the top of the papers the crest of the hill we can we can figure these are the two advancing with the net which are moving close this is the dude with the staff and the guy with the spear who have kind of moved off to the side to make sure uh, that they can get a good look at what's happening with the net um and they're advancing and um so umu's there with henna and malkovich Aaron's alone down here at the bottom uh, straight behind the Grease Wizard, and Kira and Zev are down on the other side in the smaller bush. Okay. Okay? And I'm right in the middle. So you cast... <laughs> tut, put on here where you want to put the <laughs> the Hunger of Hadar. Oh, I got a pencil. Where on is... Bollywog. Those guys. Bollywog. Got it. Okay. So that happens. What, what do they have to do? Roll a... Uh, since they started their turn inside of the area of awful awfulness uh they're going to take 2d6 cold damage and if they end their turn in the area they're going to take another 2d6 of do they get to roll acid like... damage no but they can use their movement it's considered difficult terrain to get out okay so before you do that even though this is a surprise round so i can get everything plotted let's go ahead and roll initiative okay should I since i'm yes you'll go next round probably when you wake up that but... is a 20 Okay. That's a 16. All right, so hold on a sec. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Anybody 20 or over? 20. For Aaron. All right. All right, um, anybody 15 to 19? I'm not used to having dexterity. 16. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh... 10 to 15. Umu's a 10. 11. 
Does anyone want to see my artwork that I made for um, you? Yes, and we need to share it too. On a post-it note. All right, um, five to ten. <laughs> Sev got a seven. <laughs> a, a seven, huh? A seven. Oh, I love it. Oh, the Grease Wizard. I like that. That's fantastic. Oh, Hannah's who I forgot. I like he's like peeking out like, hi. <laughs> it's awesome. Where's Hannah? <clears throat> what was Hannah? 19. Oh, actually, with her bonus, she's over arm. No, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So you cast that. Go ahead and roll your damage for what the okay. two bullywogs in the circle take. They take three cold damage. Okay. Does this count as them ending their turn as well? Because mm. the surprise round is yeah. over. Okay. I guess it does. So they're going to take three, what are you, four acid damage. They don't like that. Nope. As these milky, otherworldly tendrils spray them with acid... You hear them make <laughs> terrible a lot. croaking noises. Slurping and whispers. Yeah, and yeah I'm not sure why they felt the need to specify that you hear slurping sounds in here. Like, that's the worst. I think that's probably going to end the surprise, though. Okay. <laughs> um, what? I, I was aiming, too. If you were doing that simultaneously, then, yeah. I okay. rolled a 16 at one of the two in the back. Mm, you won't be able to really see them in the back because of the sphere of darkness. But I had already been aiming. And you're on the opposite corner. But I had already been aiming. You can shoot, but you'll be at disadvantage, so you have to roll again. Fourteen. That does not hit. So it sails through, and you lose where it goes, but you don't hear any thud when it hits. You get to go again, though. They both fell off. Wait, why am I rolling at advantage? At disadvantage. So you oh. still roll two. Well, I definitely didn't hit. Okay. So just two sail over the top. Um, and that will get us to the regular round. Where Grease Wizard, you wake up as you start hearing the you, screams of the hunger of Hadar. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but with your movement, why don't you push over to where you can get an angle on them? Okay. Yeah, you want to come out. You won't be hidden anymore, but... I guess that's fine. All right. Zev, uh, did you want to move at all? Anybody else want to move with this surprise round? Use it to position yourself anywhere? I guess I want to get within melee range of them. Okay. Probably not of them because they're inside. Yeah, Zev will run out too. Oh, all of them are inside of it. No. no, just oh, two. No. <laughs> okay, I'll get within melee range of the ones that aren't inside the thing. If you dash, you can, and you're not attacking in the surprise round, so you can do that. So we can run you all the way up to the the two who aren't in the sphere of okay. terribleness. Okay. So should I cross my move myself yeah, on the full map? Go ahead. And I want Zev to run up to Grease Wizard to. Protect his ass him. Up. Okay. Gotcha. You <laughs> can do that. So you're awake now, Greasy. <gasps> Bloody hell, what is this? Who was on watch? Henna. Henna was. Oh, I thought it was Kira. I, was gonna... <laughs> so I don't feel moving. close enough with Henna to really. 
right, well. Alrighty. Hannah sends Malkovich out of the um, <laughs> out of the hoe shrub and up toward the bully world. Who is O? Umu. Umu. Oh, I thought Umu. it was U M U. No, O O M O O. Okay, so up first in our normal round is going to be Hannah. So Malkovich is going to try and. Do they get to act together? Yeah. He's going to try and squawk at the guy with the staff. Is that a word? Yeah. So he is a squawk, and he can squawk, and you hear him squawk. And he will squawk. And he will squawk, and he does squawk. (laughs) Raven the raven, raven more. So So you hear Malkovich just kind of in a, it's like a, a tree frog kind of noise, I guess, but kind of a with like that chirp that I can't do to go along with it. And each squawk gets faster and faster. And it sounds like you can almost hear two voices coming out of Malkovich that go over top of each other. Um, and the the guy with the staff is going to make a save. And he, he crits on a save. So he just looks over at the squawk like, okay. I had that, a pet one of those when I was a kid. <laughs> and then Henna uses her attack to shoot at him with her crossbow. And she hits for, what does she do? 97 damage. And they drop dead. 10 plus 4. All of them drop dead. All of them. She hits the one with the staff for 11 damage. It's like that arrow from... It's Arn's turn. You're up next to the one who just got uh, squalked and hit with an arrow, and also the other guy with the spear who's getting ready to stab at you. I guess I'll go for the guy who's getting ready to stab at me. Okay. Um... With my Politer Smiter, which is set to kill. Ooh. All right. She's um, got the axe set to kill. Okay. Let's see how this goes. So that's a 14. That just, he just ducks out of the way of that one. Darn it. You get a, another attack. I do get a second you attack. You have a bonus action, too, if you want Now use that it. one is a 26. Still doesn't hit. Still doesn't oh, hit. No. Uh, no. Hits. Flee! Flee! <laughs> <laughs> no, that definitely hits. Slices into this thin frog skin. Yeah. Aw. Um, that's a disappointing amount of damage. Um, six. Okay. Six points. So it sinks in, and you see a squirt of green blood just shoot out. And it is one of the ones in the circle's turn. So what happens to... It's considered difficult terrain. Okay, but he starts but they started his turn there. with... Uh, 2d6 cold damage, which is going to be 10 points of cold damage. Wow. Um, okay. Uh, he doesn't come out. So <laughs> Grease Wizard's turn. So both of them don't come out? Uh, well, it was only one of their turns at, at that particular time. Okay, so he needs to take another 2d6 acid damage. Okay. Uh, it's going to be 7. Okay. And you don't see anything, no spear shootout or anything. They they were walking forward with the net, but they don't make it out. Uh, Grease Wizard, it's your turn. Um, all right. Well, I think I'm going to cast uh, Fire... Wait, hold on. Is this before or after? You haven't had a... Well, you... Ha- so, can we... Will we still have... What I'm asking is, will we still have time to have a long rest tonight? Mm, 
Yeah. So yeah. if I cast spells, I'll get them back. Yeah. Right. I'm gonna cast a fireball into the hunger of Hadar. Okay. What's the radius on that? Um, let me find that out. Twenty foot radius. Twenty foot. So you could contain the entire fiery explosion yeah. inside the. Okay. Sweet. It is so a you, twenty foot radius. You'd hear it explode, but you wouldn't see anything happen. Yeah. That's awesome. So that's so yeah. You you shoot the fireball into the pit or into this sphere of darkness, and you just hear the, but no light escapes the darkness. And that is eight d six damage, though. Well, uh, they're supposed to save a deck save. Okay. In in. Vi- Difficult terrain. I don't know if that affects the deck saver. You might notice I'm not I'm not rolling, so they might not be up anymore. I still want to burn them. <laughs> okay. That's so, a six, five, one, twelve, two. I did didn't do math anymore. Fourteen. It I don't know how many I've left to roll. You you think those are those six, guys are probably not coming out. Six, five, one, two. That's four dice, so you'd still have another four to roll. Okay. One, 14, 15, one, 16, five, uh, 21, six. 27. Okay. You don't think they're coming out. <laughs> Pira, it's your turn. You've got the the one with the staff who Hannah shot with her crossbow and the one Aaron's battling with with her axe who she sliced. I'll aim at the staff guy. Okay. Forgetting numbers. 15, I think. Yeah, 15. That hits. Yoo-hoo. Four. Has he taken damage? Yes. Okay, eight. So 12. 12 damage? Yeah. Altogether. Nice. So this guy doesn't have, like, the leather armor on like the other ones do. He just has a cloth robe. Mm-hmm. So it sinks really deep into his gut. Uh, and you get another attack. I rolled a 15 plus my mod, so I'm assuming I hit him. Yep, you do. Five. Do I... Colossus Slayer is only on the first, right? I think it's any time you hit with Colossus Slayer, unless it says once per turn. Quick, Google. Only once per turn. Okay. Then just five more. Okay. This one sinks in beside the other one, not quite as deeply, but still a little spurt of green blood shoots out of him, and it's his turn. So, um, he casts, you see him pull his staff up into the air and slam it down uh, onto the ground, and this swarm of spectral frogs comes up in a 15-foot radius around him and the other bullywog, and they're like these glowing golden uh, frogs. Aaron, you're in the area, so I need you to make a wisdom save. Cool. Um, 12? No, so you're going to take... No, sorry, 11. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're going to take... 13 radiant damage as these frogs stick oh. their radiant tongues out at you and lash you with them. 
Mm-hmm. Basically, they just start jumping into you and exploding in radiant damage. That's a lot of damage. Well, they're spectral frogs. Yeah, what do you expect? Yeah, come on. <laughs> this is 2018. Uh, and he's going to use his bonus action to summon a spiritual weapon, which is a giant uh, spear. <laughs> a giant frog. Uh, it's a giant spear, and he summons it next to himself. <laughs> Uh, and tries to make an attack at Arn with it. That's, uh... Plus what? 18? Yeah. Okay. So you'll take, for that, seven radiant damage as this glowing spear stabs into uh, your shoulder. Great. And it's Umu's turn. Umu's turn. Uh, can he make it to Arin in just uh, 30 feet? Mm-hmm, about 30 feet away. All right, we're going to go into a level one cure wounds on okay. Arin. So Umu runs up to Arin. You're going to be in the circle of frogs to do that. I'm going to need you to make a, a wisdom save after your heal. Okay. Uh, 1d8. So there's one. Plus four. You got five health back. Thanks. <laughs> uh, thir- this is wisdom. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. Yeah, that passes. So you take half. Uh, the frogs jump through you, and you take half of twelve. Six radiant damage. This well. wasn't worth it at all. <laughs> the frogs jump into you and explode. Uh, anything else on your turn? I'm gonna move back away from the frogs. Or is that you got all your all your movement? Oh, that was all my movement. Mm-hmm. It was thirty feet to get there. So okay, uh, reaction. I'm gonna do Halo of Spores, which is gonna do three poison damage to every hostile creature within ten feet of me. Is that a reaction you can do when you take damage? I think it's a reaction I can just do. Hang on a second. The reaction has to be usually in reaction to something. Hold, please. Arn punches him. And I would tell <laughs> you to get, I would tell Zev to get ready while Umu's checking this, but. <laughs> but Umu and Zev are the same asshole. <laughs> you know, we could kill Umu if you want. No, I like him. Kill Zev. Just says use your reaction to turn, to deal three poison damage. Okay. Sorry, and not I, I, I misspoke. It's not any creature, it's one creature. So that guy with the staff, he's within ten feet of me, right? Yeah. Okay, he's gonna take three poison damage. Okay. So some of you t- kind of like I some mushrooms. Double puff it with off my of wild your shape, but that's another action, so uh, you Yeah, the ones on the back puff go, go poof. Yeah, and some he inhales some of the spores. That's why you don't eat them. You can see uh, it's starting to make him tear up. Zev is up. Okay, uh, Eldritch Blast, both uh, charges at that same dude. Okay. Go ahead and roll him. First is... I rolled an 11. It's plus 7, so it's going to be 18. And I really need to start memorizing my spells because I don't remember what dice I'm supposed to roll for that. D10 damage. D10? Okay. 
It's going to be five. Okay, so one of these purple bolts of energy smashes into him. Second attack is going to be 17. That also hits. For four. Okay, so poof, poof, two blasts of purple energy, and he stumbles back half of a step trying to regain his footing. Uh, and it's the guy who's dueling with Aaron right now, who she sliced with her axe. If he, by dueling you mean just smashing. <laughs> yeah, who Aaron smashed a couple of times with her axe. Wait, is this not the guy who did, like, 20 points of damage to me in one turn? No, that oh. was the caster guy. This is the little dude with the spear. Oh, okay. And he tries to bite you. And, uh, he better not. <laughs> he, he just kind of gums your arm a little bit. Oh, shoot. I forgot to say, with Zev, can I run up towards them? Yeah, not? sure. You could make it to them. Do you want to get... I want to do the Eldritch Blast before I make it to them. Okay, but do you want to run... You have to run into the circle of frogs. Oh, no, I don't want to do Which that. Which is what am I... <laughs> I saw a circle of frogs open. Uh, can I do like 15 feet away from them? Yeah, sure. Okay. So you're just outside the circle of frogs. Yay. <laughs> okay. Um, so he misses with his bite attack. Uh, Hannah goes next. So she tries to use uh, Malkovich again this time. Tries to just get him to bite at the guy who's been casting. Uh, and he misses. And Hannah hits with her crossbow and sinks a bolt. That was on its edge somehow. Sinks a bolt into the guy for, like, one plus four. Five damage. And it's Aaron's turn. Uh, she hits the caster for five damage. Okay. Um, I'm trying to remember how to use my ferocity dice, because it's been a while. Okay. So you have to rage first. Okay. And then while you're raging... Uh, until you get improved fury, you have to take damage and then use a reaction to go into a fury. Ah, okay. So whenever you're raging and the first time or any time somebody hits you, you can choose to turn it into a fury and then you can use your dice. Is now a good a good time to do that? Sure. In you get, your in your opinion? You get a lot of you get a few as many furies as you have rages per day. I so. don't know how many rages I have per day. I can look. It's usually enough to I've get through. I've just been avoiding using them because I couldn't remember anything about them. <laughs> They're good, though. That you get reduced damage on a lot of different types they of things. And, yeah. You, you can know. usually rage, you know, probably for most fights. The I only just way couldn't remember use if it was once up. a day or... No, no. I, I definitely think it's at least two or three times. I was I, it's three. two at low level. I think you might be up to three. I'm looking. The only way you'd use them all up fast is if you stop attacking and rage multiple times in the same battle and have to start it up. You have three rages a day at fifth level. Okay. So you could definitely rage if you want. Yeah, I'll rage. All right. Um, Which used to mean that my ancestors show up, right. but now does not. And you feel that uh, like expectation because you haven't raged much since you've been to... Uh, Albagula. No, I think I just did it the one time when we were fighting the dragon. Right. So you, you get this expectation that somebody's going to show up and they don't. Uh, and if and you want, I'll let you go straight into the fury if you want, just for um, 
that expectation if you want to use one. Sure, let's play. Because you have been hit plenty of times already in yeah. this battle. <laughs> so those frogs are making you mad. <laughs> yeah, these frogs are making me real mad. All right, so you're, you're... I haven't gotten a full night's sleep, so, you know. No, no fantasy coffee. I'm very grouchy. <laughs> Much like you. All right, so yeah, you are in a fury now. Okay. Um, let me look at the special things I can do okay. in a fury. Um, I don't have to do one of these while I'm... You can. Right? You like, take I mean, your time if you... You don't have to. No, you can, can do regular But I can just be doing attacks. Fury and, yeah. Um, okay. Sorry. It's been a while. It's okay. It's new. It's been a while. And GW, you'll be up next if you Okay. Um, I would like to attack the, um, the, the frog near me. Uh, the one my... who, who you chopped last time? Yeah. Okay. With my axe again. So you get to add with a fury instead of rage. Rage, you get to add a bonus to your damage. For fury, you get to add a bonus to your attack. Yeah. Right? So you get to add that. Um, What's the bonus? It's another... I think at fifth level, it's another plus one to your normal attack. Okay. Um, That would be 16, I believe. That hits... Okay. So uh, he tries to parry with his spear, but you just crack his spear open and smash into him with your axe for how much damage? Um, that would be... Um, I don't add my proficiency bonus here, right? Right. That would be eight. Strength. Okay, that's, that's enough to cut him down, though. So you pull the axe back. He tries to block it with his spear. You crash through the spear and in lethal mode uh, down into his neck, and he just crumples down on the ground. And you still, you still have another attack if you want to use it. Um, is anyone else in melee range? That other guy is maybe five feet away from you. Who who cast? Yeah, sure. I'll go for him. Okay. And I I don't think this is a roll, but just. For uh, effect, I feel like I'm really leaning on intimidation right now because they can probably see like something just like snapped in Arin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's got the crazy eyes right now. Okay. Um. So that's a uh, uh, twenty, but not a nat twenty. Yep, that's that's gonna hit. <laughs> oh man! For six more points of damage. Okay. So you do pull back. Uh, it's hard to tell what expression this frogman has on his face when you sink your axe into him to know whether or not the intimidation is sinking in. Is that because he's hard to read or because he has a frog face? It's because he's a frogman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's kind of like he doesn't have those different ping pong balls to put for his eyes to let you know his different moods. Uh, he's, only, he's only only got the one set. Okay. So, it's just a really bad term with the frog joke. <laughs> All right. How you can tell he's scared when he puts his arms up. Ah, He's got a little bit of that going on. No, these guys can't look like Kermit. We can't do this again. Aaron, I needed you to make, I didn't do it at the start of your turn when I should have, but you need to make a wisdom save from the frogs. That's not great. (laughs) Fury doesn't help me on that, does it? Mm Mm-mm. Not on wisdom saves. Okay. Um, I get that's much a more five. When I'm pissed off. Well, what does Fury gives you something different than it is? It does, it does help say you on some Fury saves. Fury offers mental clarity, but it I'm might having, be. 
I'm having a hard time finding you don't the get actual... The, you don't get the reduced damage. You get something else. Um, if you're, uh, no, I have advantage on strength, constitution, and dex. Not wisdom. So. Okay, yeah, the mental clarity, nah. I think, is your extra chance to hit or whatever. Uh, so you take nine radiant damage as bad. frogs just start jumping into, like, the back of your knees and exploding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's not bad, but I'm not ecstatic about it. And GW, it's your turn. You've got uh, the one guy who's around the frogs. Aaron's right in front of him, battling with him. Uh, and Zev is up near that circle, too. All right. And so, Umu's in there. So how um, how tall is this guy? Uh, he's about human height. He's a little bit over five foot tall. Perfect. Um, so I'm going to cast Shape Earth. Okay. In the hopes to just drop him so his concentration is gotcha. uh, broken. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to roll a concentration check for that then. I'll, I'll roll it against your... Uh, roll and add your spellcasting modifier, and I'll roll and add his constitution. 16? Yeah, you win. The He falls into the hole... With his Kermit the Frog arms. Ah. And, uh, <laughs> the spectral, the circle of spectral frogs surrounding him disappears. Thank goodness. Yay! Yay! Uh, Anything else on your turn? I would be happy about that. Um, no. Okay. Kira, it's your turn. I don't think I can shoot at him now that he's in a hole. He will have some cover if you oh. shoot at him. Real quick, up. but you don't. You ignore cover. Does does him falling five feet count as him moving away from Aaron? No, because if they get like knocked back from a knockback effect, you don't get an opportunity attack. So Darn. I think it would be like the same as that. Okay, um, but this would be three quarters cover because just his head is sticking out. But as sharpshooter, you get to ignore that, so you can still shoot. You're just shooting at his head. Okie doke. Shooting at Kermit's head. Kermit He's the Frog, you're saying. Ouch. I'm Kermit the Frog. I don't hit him. Right. Oh, you missed Again. me. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, that was advantage, wasn't it? No, not advantage. Okay. Just regular. Okay. Well, I hit him the second time. Okay. I'm assuming Ow. because it's a 21. That hits. Uh. So you ignore the cover. Too many papers. Too far. Plus three. Okay, six. I just had plus, an awful plus idea. Two. Okay. Right next to the ping pong ball, one of the arrow sinks into the um, Bullywood uh, caster. And he is by himself halfway in this hole. Yes. Uh, it's his turn. He's going to take a little... Uh, he pulls his staff up and he swirls it, kind of like this. Um can you just dump that pile of dirt on his head now? And you don't notice any... Uh, well, roll, everybody roll a perception check. Nat 20. Okay. 16. Aaron. One and a four. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, you notice the water that's nearby? Uh, where he's kind of also sunk into that hole a little bit. Uh, you see it starting to fill with water, and you feel the water swelling up a little bit around your boots. Hey, guys, watch out. Looks like something's coming. And Umu, it's your turn. 
Okay. Um, I'm going to do a uh, an entangle okay. on Mr. Frogman. Mr. Frogman. And I have to look up what that does. Entangle. Difficult terrain creature must succeed on string saving throw or be restrained by the plants until the spell ends. Nope. Okay. So he's he's restrained. His felt arms do him no good at getting out of the entanglement. <laughs> <laughs> so we're really leaning into this. Yeah, he's entangled. So he's okay. grappled now. Is that what he is? Yes. Or is or restrained? That's better than grappled. You said restrained. Restrained. Okay. I'm changing his notation on my paper. So the creature restrained can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save on success. It frees itself. All right. It's Zev's turn unless he does anything with a bonus. Cloud of daggers inside that five-foot empty cube. And that's a five-foot spell, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Um, So he has to make a save? Yes, he does. I'm I'm running back to the warlock spells. I'm frantically flipping back and forth. Or does it just hit? You fill the air with spinning daggers, five feet on each side. Creature takes, oh, creature just takes 44 slashing damage. So, that's one, two, three total, another two, five, another one. Man, that sucked. (laughs) Six. Six damage? Yeah, but it hits automatically. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's he's entangled inside of his grave with <laughs> a cloud of spinning daggers going everywhere. And water slowly sleeping, and seeping water. in by his yeah. feet. Yeah. He's starting to fill up with water. Yep. All right. Uh, it's Hannah's turn. This one. Uh, How are the two guys so. in the hunger oh, of... They're dead. They're, okay. they're long. Yeah. Um, Hannah does not ignore cover, but she's going to try to take two shots at this guy with her turn. One's still going to hit, with even with the three-quarter cover. And she deals six damage oh. right next to the other ping-pong ball. I apologize. I didn't read the full spell description. Uh, it's Since it was cast at level three, I need to do two more D4. You're casting it at third level? You're... Yeah, well, I mean, I've only got warlock slots, so they oh, cast right, that right, level. Right. Yeah, gotcha. There's another four... Another four. So another eight points of damage. Okay. And he's dead. He's looking pretty rough. Uh, he's really sliced up and bleeding heavily. And Aaron finishes... I mean, Hannah finishes her turn, so it's Aaron's. Okay. So, um, is... I can't really reach that guy without jumping into the pit of daggers, can I? Oh, he's still within five feet of you. There are daggers like... But I would have to jump into a <laughs> so pit of daggers there, if I... His, <laughs> his head is sticking out of the blender. That's yeah. pretty much what's going yeah, on right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, that's a bad that mental image. Basically <laughs> what there is. I remember that flash game. Man, that's horrible. Uh, the duration is one minute. <laughs> yeah, so the daggers are there, but you're next to them. You can swing into that chaos without getting chopped up by the daggers. You can stick your axe down into the blender if you want to. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, is there, um, does are there any blunt objects around? Does anybody remember the frog blender game? 
Flash game from like 15 years ago? No. no. I do. And this is all I can think of now. That's horrible. Yes, that is. sounds bad. Uh, there's uh, a, the, the one Bullywog who you killed nearby had a shield on his back. Uh, that's kind of blunt. Um, he had a spear that you busted. So you got like a couple of sticks. Okay, basically, I just, I, I think I'm going to use the flat part of my axe to slam down on the guy's head to just kind of force it down into the down blender. Into the daggers. <laughs> okay, just roll a strength check. And he's going to be at disadvantage. <laughs> roll a whack-a-mole he's, check. He's restrained. Whack-a-frog. Uh, yeah. s- strength, you say? Yes. Uh, I Don't I get advantage on that? You do. You okay. do. Okay, that would be a uh, 19. Okay, that, that beats his disadvantage, uh, 14. So push his head down <laughs> into the blender. Go ahead and re-roll your daggers oh, damage. <laughs> okay, it's 64. So there's one. Do you want a bunch of D4? Two. I'll Got be it. right for this turn. Two plus four, six, seven. Rolling a lot of ones. Eight. Last one. Nine. I have rolled ones on seven out or five out of six of those rolls. <laughs> that doesn't add up. So Aaron pushes this frog's head down into the blender and he looks up <laughs> pitifully oh, no. as his head goes in there and Get in shreds there. into down to where felt. you could just see his bone and muscle tissue on the top Beneath of his head. The felt. Remember, date night is pretty much an adult podcast. <laughs> Don't let your kids listen to this. uh, He crumbles down into the bottom where he just gets shredded up into little bits. And all the water that you saw starting to swell around you just dissipates down. And you get the idea he was... He was trying to do something with the water, but he he, he didn't. He'll never get that. Loot, loot, loot the bodies. I'm gonna loot, loot some bodies. I'm gonna let the uh, I'm gonna let the dagger spell go. Okay, is that an investigation check? Can we wait until um, yeah. after Clippy has fallen into the pit? <laughs> oh, Clippy's immortal, though. Shh. Not yet. Uh, that's a 15. You'd have to start all over again. Okay. Uh, you find some uh, some rations that Throw roll, a, uh, roll a nature check. Oh, we're, in the, we're in the underdark. We might 20. need them. They're bugs, basically uh-huh. like preserved bugs. All right. I'll give those to Umu. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> is Umu not a vegetarian? Is Umu... Umu, are you a vegetarian? <laughs> I eat mushrooms mostly, but technically we're omnivores, right? Remember no. God, that's from? the scariest thing I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they go out to Imagine a moose. to eat meat. Imagine well, I, don't, a moose. I don't think they... But like even a deer will eat, will eat meat. So occasionally, yes, but I'm mostly stuff. a vegetarian. Oh, that's such a horror! Like I'm blood primarily a vegetarian, yeah. but yeah, sure. You could call I'll me a flexitarian. Bugs. bugs are barely meat. <laughs> it's weird, but like a deer will eat a mouse sometimes if it. If, if it a deer can awesome. eat a mouse, I can eat a bug. But <laughs> generally, they just eat plants. Right. But generally, I eat plants. I know absolutely nothing about moose. So the bullywugs don't really carry much of value. Like it looks like they trade shells. So there's a lot of shells. Pick up um, the shells. They have uh, leather armor. There's two shields. I, I guess the hunger of Hadar fades, and you just see these. Well, the hunger of Hadar would have gone away as soon as I did the cloud of daggers. Cloud of daggers, yeah. Okay. So in there, you can just see like some frogs that look like they started to get melted with acid and then got set on fire, and they're basically 
blackened and these crispy. Horrible expressions yeah, on so their face. Their spears and shields and all that kind of stuff are burn up, and pretty much everything on the guy who was in the blender is down into morsels at this point. So not much to loot off these guys, except the shells. I'll get. I'll take all the shells. All right. How many shells? You got about a dozen shells off the one guy who wasn't burnt to a crisp or blended into putty. <laughs> I'm looking around now and listening. Okay. Perception. Eighteen, nineteen. If I'm listening. All right. You just peek over that hill, mm-hmm. and and Use with all that the earth to go ahead and pack this guy down into a grave. <laughs> Just bury what's left of him. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll be respectful. Okay. Kira, it looks all looks silent uh, for the next, you know, three or four hundred yards that you can see before there's another hill around. It looks like these guys were running away from something, and it it didn't make it this far. It got something else and maybe turned around and left. Guys, it looks like they were running away from something, and they it turned saw around the blender and, and ran away. <laughs> So we might need to stay alert if we head in that direction, which I'm assuming is the direction we have to be heading in. No, actually, the okay, that was back. that was back toward the west, and you're heading south and east right now. That was to the southwest. So. Okay, good. I'm, well, I'm pretty tapped. Can we finish the rest? Yeah. Good night. Okay. Flop down. Yeah. So you get you get your long rest in again. Feeling re- very refreshed again in the morning, despite the the horrors that you've perpetrated on these frog people. You're Boy, very cheery was, about it. That was fucked up, wasn't it? And <laughs> <laughs> uh, noted. <laughs> There's our two. writing the explicit tag. Um, but yeah, so you, so the you get the description of the frog skin being peeled off of its face to reveal <laughs> the, the bones, bones and, and muscles inside as it stared up at me in horror was not enough for the explicit tag. Also, that no, looks that's like just Kermit cooking the frog. channel stuff. <laughs> yeah, all of our all of our horrible, violent descriptions of a childhood icon. Icon. <laughs> it's just I don't know. That's just cooking channels. Well, I said it Can I work. switch the action on my mighty morphin power ring? Yes. Okay. Uh, did you write the page number down for that? 143. Okay, as long as we're doing this, I have an, I have an item called Wand of Scowls. Yeah. And I have no idea what it does. Nope. I wrote down three charges a day. You can target a humanoid, but I didn't write down what, I, what it does. It makes them frown, actually. That's it? That's what it does. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember exactly how long it lasts, but that's the effect. I think it's like an hour. What was it? 143. Dungeon the Master. Oh, I'm too far. All right, roll a d20. 16. All right. I'll keep that in mind. I also really like the mental image... <laughs> Okay. Uh, okay. I also just want to say I really like the mental image of like Aaron and Zavosk, like both fighting side by side, like in the same battle. Because you have the one like completely unhinged half work barbarian who's all like beefy and like just going at it mercilessly, and then like this scrawny nerdy 
half-orc who's just like frantically trying to do magic. It's just such a funny like... That he's had access pair. to for like a week and a half. It's, yeah, that's true too. It's just a funny contrast. He doesn't know what it he's doing every time he just throws you, his hands it out. It might be the first time you blended a frog. Yeah, oh, it, it definitely <laughs> is. I feel like Arn just keeps looking over at him like, what are you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to be fair, he's probably, based on your backstory of not having access to knowing who orcs were, Aaron fits what you've heard about orcs, but not the type of people you've grown up with in the 10,000 cities, for there, sure. There are hardly any orcs in the 10,000 cities. They right. were looked at as brutish beasts that lived isolated off to the east. Aaron's living up to your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, well, but I also know Mishmesh and Fury and, and, mm-hmm. and all the other names that I can't remember. Hey, you're lucky I remembered Mishmash. <laughs> <laughs> and those, That's what those, we're calling those the other ones who need to go on the Jerry Springer show. <laughs> but yeah, so when you came over to Lamoche, you, you met the people at Raven Tree and you were like, oh, there are some orcs who aren't just... Well, first, I... I'd I mean, Aaron's a barbarian, but she's not a bad person. I would have disembarked no. in Slaver's Bay. Mm-hmm. And then... So that would have been expectations. Then Raven Tree is like the one little beacon of right. not crazy the orc old, people. It's actually the old way for the orcs on the yeah. island, pre-Rock Seeker. And mind. I don't know. And like, I also don't know what you expected because Arn was raised by the orc side, but she is still a half orc. Like she's still half human. So I guess it might be funny that to you, she acts more like what you've heard of an orc than the actual whole orcs. I am learning so many things. <laughs> Okay. He's also got an intelligence of seven, so I mean, <laughs> he's trying hard. Thanks for sharing our date night with us and exploring a whole new world together. Keep in touch by following us on Twitter and Facebook at Date Night Podcast or visiting datenightpodcast.com.